Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus, again in reply, spoke to the chief priests and the elders of the people in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who gave a wedding feast for his son. He dispatched his servants to summon the invited guests to the feast, but they refused to come. Second time he sent other servants, saying, Tell those invited, Behold, I have prepared my banquet. My calves and fattened cattle are killed, and everything is ready. Come to the feast." Some ignored the invitation and went away, one to his farm, another to his business. The rest laid hold of his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged and sent his troops, destroyed those murderers, and burned their city. Then the king said to his servants, The feast is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy to come. Go out, therefore, into the main roads and invite to the feast whomever you find. The servants went out into the streets and gathered all they found, bad and good alike, and the hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to meet the guest, he saw a man there not dressed in a wedding garment. He said to him, My friend, how is it that you came in here without a wedding garment? But he was reduced to silence. Then the king said to his attendants, Bind his hands and feet, and cast them into the darkness outside, where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. Many are invited, but few are chosen. The Gospel of the Lord. Judges, the seventh book of the Bible, details how God sent 12 different judges at different times to help rule and guide the Israelites. These judges were not like Supreme Court judges, however. These judges were military commanders who again and again got the Israelites out of trouble. When the Israelites kept the covenant, they lived in peace. When they broke the covenant by doing what is evil in the sight of the Lord, they got hammered by the pagans. The Ammonites were a nomadic people that lived east of the Jordan River. And because of the Israelites' sins, the Ammonites became their master. After defeating the Ammonites, the judge Jephthah vowed to sacrifice the first person he saw coming out of his front door. Tragically, that person was his young daughter and only child. She sadly agreed to honor her father's vow, and he killed her. And he wasn't charged with murder. Nor was there any outrage from the sacred writer of Judges. Human sacrifice must have been a common thing in biblical times, not just with the pagans, but with the Israelites. It was troubling when the sacrificial victim was a member of your own family, but that didn't stop it. Scholars explain that morality was still developing during this time, so things that seem an abomination to us need to be placed, they say, within the proper context. It's interesting, though. Ten years ago, in 2011, the FBI raided an abortion clinic located on a busy street in Philadelphia. 
when the abortionist there was not crushing skulls, he was cutting newborn babies' heads off. But that is not why the FBI raided his clinic. No, the FBI raided the clinic because it was tipped off that the abortionist was selling drugs. For close to two decades, the city and state public health authorities had turned a blind eye to the goings-on at that abortion clinic. It had not been inspected for 17 years. The drug-selling millionaire abortionist, despite protests from Planned Parenthood and the abortion lobby, he went to prison for murder. Nine of his employees, mostly women, were arrested, including those who made diagnosis and assisted in late-term procedures, despite having no medical experience. A 15-year-old with no training had been administering anesthesia, which resulted in the death of at least one woman. Like the ancient biblical writer, our modern media showed no outrage over any of this. Now, that blows out of the water the idea that we are somehow morally superior to the ancient pagans and Israelites who lived in Canaan. It's interesting about women and civilization. Women in the book of Judges played key roles in rescuing the Israelites. Deborah was a judge who led a rout of the pagan king of Canaan's army. When the king's military commander, Sisera, fled the battle, an Israeli woman named Jael, J-A-E-L, told him to hide in her tent. After he lied down exhausted under a rug, she took a tent peg and a mallet and drove a spike through his head. The church, of course, sees these women as prefigurements of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Quote, an exceptional woman in salvation history who, by becoming the mother of the Savior, gave sin a death blow and overcame mankind's enemy. In the song of Deborah, found in chapter 5 of Judges, it says, Most blessed of women be jail. She struck Sisera a blow. She crushed his head. Cousin Elizabeth echoed this song upon seeing the Virgin Mary at the visitation. Blessed are you among women. Catechism of the Catholic Church states, throughout the Old Covenant, the mission of many women prepared that of Mary. Against all human expectation, God chooses those who are considered powerless and weak to show forth his faithfulness to his promises. And the new plan of salvation is established. Notice the stained glass window of the Virgin Mary, the Queen of Heaven here in our church. Look at her feet. And you will notice that our new plan of salvation is crushing the head of the serpent. Our humble handmaid, our Holy Queen, is giving mankind's enemy death blow. <laughs> <laughs> 